Whoa now, Roger Grind and go get it. I'm your host, Mike Man. Finally back with another episode of the hottest podcast in the land, Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. Go ahead, do whatever we always does it. Flame them if you got them. Hence the flicking on the lighter. Go ahead, punch that subscribe button. Knock the hell out of that notification bell. I'm just waking up, so please forgive me. When we got new episodes loading, new content dropping, you punch that subscribe and notification bell, you locked in. It's been a minute, but we're back now. This particular subject, didn't want to touch on it because it's a life or death situation. Could have been grave, could have been catastrophic, could have, would have, should have. Don't want it to seem like um like no profit. I'm always in some shit or this or that, but we're gonna comment on the Allen Premium Outlet shooting that occurred last Saturday. Because the fucked up part about it. I woke up that morning. Every now and then, I get these hunches, I get these feelings. And I don't, I'm not saying like it's a premonition or no shit like that, but have you ever had the feeling where you wake up and you got this strong vibe or sense that something is gonna happen? Whether it's gonna be some bullshit, whether it's gonna be a surprise, whatever you just get a strong feeling that something is gonna happen I had that issue Saturday to be perfectly honest what I thought it was gonna be I thought if I got my ass out moving around the city I thought I was gonna have a fucking wreck or some kind of traffic infraction or altercation me being a very nonchalant and pissed off driver at times, I'm a catalyst or a candidate to go into road rage instantly. Recently, I had an incident. Motherfucker showed me a gun. I showed him my bullets. Gun was in my lap though. Shit, you can get killed by a motherfucking 22. That's how small that motherfucker look. Shit didn't dawn on me at the time. But, you know, I just showed the motherfucker my bullets because, for one, it was a white guy. If I brandish my gun, like he brandished his, you know what would have been said? Motherfucking police would have been pulling my ass over. Everybody behind, around, or in front. Oh, I seen them pull out the gun. They wouldn't have seen the guy when he cut me off. Brake checked me three times. Like, motherfucker, 
Traffic is already supposed to be going 75, but it's going 35 because of traffic. Rise the grind and go get it. I am your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG all day, every day, telling you about the hottest thing smoking. Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, streaming on Anchor, Loom, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Go ahead, press that subscribe button because when it's loud, little, little loud circle farming, we can't pass because Goldie. I need six feet player for the cool, the six for the pin ass blunt you got there. You tap the notification button, you notified when we got circles going up there. Chill, Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. Replays on YouTube, broadcasting on SoundCloud, Anchor, and Loom. Check us out, hosted by me, Mike Man, and BMG all day. A day. Tell everybody about it. Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. Hottest thing smoking, we coming. Seeing how I have a new truck, what well, is new to me. I ride one lane all the way. Once I make a connection to the highway that takes me directly to the house, I'm one lane in it all the way. Keep in mind, my truck is new to me. I am not trying to swerve, swing, go fast, do all this stupid shit that motherfuckers think, or impatient shit that normally happens during rush hour when folks are going home from work. Motherfuckers be driving like they got a piss or shit on themselves, and they trying to bob and weave through traffic when it's a parking lot ahead of all the traffic. One reason I stay in one lane, there are spurts on the highway where it'll slow down completely. It'll pick back up, you're almost doing 60. Keep in mind, it's a 75 lane or 70 lane. You pick up to 60, drop down to 45, 40, 30, what do you do when it's 30 and nothing? You have to ride that shit out, right? You know how humans do. We impatient. We think we're entitled. We think we got to get what we got to get. Motherfuckers will not impede my progress. Bobbing and weaving. So this dude, he's behind me. I'm doing 30. I give the cars ahead of me. Check this out now. Four car lengths. Yeah. I I can see how he would be pissed. I got a big ass gap between me and the next car in front of me. You're behind me. I'm going slow. People beside me, they're doing the same shit. You know why? I don't think it's because they want to keep me in their lane. No. My ass decides to swerve or jump over in the next lane. Guess what? And I'm not paying attention. 
Ironically, it's always somebody sitting in the blind spot, right? Just riding, cruising in your blind spot. Thinking you're going to be unaware and pull your ass over. I remember in my suburban, I was going to work. Doing the same shit. Got to a spurt where you know it's going to slow down. I'm in one lane. I'm riding. I see the car in the right lane, the middle lane. I'm all the way to the left. I see I'm stopped, getting ready to stop. Before the truck behind him is coming in and closing in hot. Something told me to slow down. I slowed down behind the car that was in front of the truck. Why did I do that? I probably should have sped up. By doing that, when that car suddenly had to break, the truck that was behind him, guess where he's going? He's thinking he's able to maneuver and swing over into my lane and caught me in the passenger side of the Suburban. Now I got a big ass dent in the passenger door in my Suburban. How we got the truck, traded the Suburban in. Neither here nor there. But Saturday, I woke up. I had a feeling that it was going to be some type of bullshit during the day. Wanted to just move around, get tired of sitting at the house all the time. So I said, fuck it. Babe, let's get out. Me. Wanting some... Some more shoes, some comfortable shoes, to wear to work, some Nikes. I'm thinking about, why not go to the Nike store? Because, to be honest, I went to the Nike store first time since I've been here in Dallas to buy my son's birthday present. Present and got a good deal. Was able to get him shirts and shoes. Nice price. I'm like, fuck it. Let me go back to the Nike store and see if I can get some shit on clearance. That was my initial thought. But it's a Saturday, last day that I'm off. The weather is cooperating. I want to get out and barbecue for the wife. Do some grilling. So we decide and opt to go to H-E-B instead. I didn't even tell her that I wanted to go get the shoes. I was going to just suggest while we were out and about. Hey, let's swing by here, by the Nike store. The closest one being right there in Allen. That could have been a fucked up situation. That shit could have been catastrophic. How could me or my wife explain to either or our families that we were out and about and probably got crossed up in that shit? 
my prayers and condolences go out to everybody affected. You got the six-year-old boy who lost his entire family. The two sisters. The security guard. Few innocent bystanders. They all innocent bystanders, but because some dumb fuck who feels like he don't like certain people jump out and start blasting. Research the shit. Jump out, start blasting. Didn't give a fuck. Babies. Little kids didn't give a fuck. If you want to analyze and digest this shit a little bit further, my question and thought would be, how in the fuck is this possible? Look at your name. Look at what you're believing, the ideology you're following. Bruh, look at your overall appearance and how you look. And you, of all people, want to jump your ass out here because of, I don't know, you could say brainwashing or you could say bad experience. This sounds like the case of either he lost his girl to another race or his love interest to another race. And he's pissed. Mauricio Garcia, how the fuck are you? Just the name, just think about this shit off the top of the dome. How the fuck are you a racist? Because on paper, there are certain groups. Your name was written down on a motherfucking piece of paper, along with a notable Caucasian person. Say it like that. They had to choose. A a Caucasian person had to choose between just looking at the names. Which one do you not like? You despise or you wouldn't want here. Guess what, Mauricio? Your ass got another reason to be mad because that would have been your motherfucking ass getting picked saying, hey. Nah, this motherfucker here. Don't even know you ain't seen you. They just see the name on a piece of paper. Compared to a notable Caucasian name. Let's pair Thomas Bryant the third up against Mauricio Garcia. Who would you not want to come to the country? Thomas Bryant the third is from London or England or some shit. Just say, if you weren't here, since that's a topic of debate too, the migrants coming in. Say, for instance, Mauricio Garcia was coming from Mexico or some country down south of the border or across that water. Guess what, Mauricio? Same ideology you trying to copy and follow. 
would have been going against your motherfucking ass. Like, I don't get it. That shit is perplexing for one. It's got to be an alias name. It got to be a name change or some shit involved. Bro, where the fuck you get that from? You have a... Let's just say it. It doesn't sound American name. Nope. Matter of fact, let me strike that. Yes, it does sound American. Because those who came here legally or did shit the right way, like my wife say, you come here and you came here legally and you've been here, your family been here, you got generations in. Yeah, that's American. So, my apologies for saying that, but overall, the black and white of looking at this shit as if it's on a piece of paper. And the choice was made to let you come or go back to where the fuck you came from. Say it was Elizabeth Hurley. Goddamn Drew Barrymore. They put your name on there and their name. Oh, which one can enter the country? Never been here. Oh, this one. Sorry, Mauricio. Back to the end of the line. Guess all this shit ties in some way, somehow. We'll figure it out, but hey. This is Rapper Week TV, the podcast. My host, Mike Van MBMT all day. Stay tuned. We're coming back. I know it's been a minute, but we're here now. Chill. Bruh, run that clock, the podcast. We talk about it. For everything, my Saints sucking this year. Prime time going to Colorado, leaving Jackson State, whatever it may be. If it's sports related, bruh, the clock is ticking. You need to run that clock. Check us out wherever you stream and listen to podcasts. Bruh, run that clock. Hosted by me, Mike Man, MBMG all day. One thing I love and hate about humanity is the hypocrisy to do and say shit during certain times of grief, of national disaster, mass casualties. The hypocrisy of it. Because we have innocent lives gunned down. Just out enjoying a Saturday afternoon. It's the weekend. Shopping. They didn't do shit to, to Mauricio. They didn't cause indirectly. I mean, quite sure. Now, I don't know if one of them was targeted or if he knew somebody was going to be there. That's another story. Don't know that. That's not a fact. It's not stated. I'm not saying that. Making that proclamation. But he jumps out. You start gunning. 
They did not fuck with you. They did not cause the fucking hate to build up in you from what you've been through. Because same shit you go through, hate went through, probably going through. Not probably the hate part of it. But my thing is this. The hypocrisy of humanity when events like this happen. Because we can come together We can sing kumbaya, we can put flowers and light candles and all this shit. The mind-boggling part, for people you don't even know. You know why? Because the human aspect has empathy and sympathy for people in times like this, right? This is my thing. If the if the empathy and sympathy is there during times like this, that means it's always been there. So why can't it be there? In a certain way or aspect to where shit like this wouldn't even taking place if what? Somebody would have put their pride to the side instead of trying to disagree. Because this in a nutshell, what all this shit is about. Those who agree with shit and those who don't. We have those who disagree just because they don't want to be following the crowd or some who want to be a rebel spirit or whatever the fuck reason they there is. But then something like this happens. You don't like black people. You don't like white people. You don't like Asian people. Shit's been going on recently in the news, right? Okay. Some shit like this takes place. All races affected. Next thing you know, we got vigils going on. And guess what? All races are there. I don't see no shit where a motherfucker is saying, oh... Black people gonna be there now, I ain't going. You may have some that say that. You do have some. That's humanity. That's the reason for this shit in the first place. But a motherfucker that will sit up there blatantly disagree just because And then get together to sing Kumbaya later. When it hits home, close to home. Like, that's the shit I don't like. Because if it can be there doing a mass casualty or a terroristic threat or whatever, war, We can send billions to Ukraine just to see them survive, thrive, not be eliminated by Russia. Whole time, that's worlds, continents away. 
we can show that compassion, that empathy, that sympathy, shell out millions of dollars, give up all our tech, technology and weaponry and all this. At the same time, you got people in your own backyard sleeping under bridges, crossing the border, risking their life. About to lose their house or whatever. Going through it. That same assistant through programs that'll be there. You just gotta do the research to get the program information. It's not gonna be readily available for everybody. Just like these billions of dollars are available for Ukraine. You say that's different? Nah, I beg to differ. That means there are billions that could have been used to save some of these people that's under the bridges. After all, some of them fought for your country. Especially those, right? You would think. A motherfucker that risked their life and made a commitment, put their name on the dotted line to say, hey, I'm going to fight for you and wear your uniform. Went over there, lost friends, probably relatives. You come back, make movies of it and all that shit. But when they get back to society, they got to adapt the best way they can. I don't like that shit. Because if people in your backyard gotta adapt the best way they can, wouldn't you say the motherfuckers a world away or continents away? Shouldn't it be the same for them? I'm just just the messenger, don't shoot me. If you shoot me, I'm shooting back. Simple. But wouldn't that be the same shit? The empathy and sympathy people have for each other during crisis. Suffering, disaster. A fucking hurricane will hit New Orleans. People displaced. Government steps in, you help. Okay, I get it. Motherfuckers might get scattered about because they gotta evacuate. You didn't think that shit through, so, you know. But guess what? You say to yourself, gotta adapt the best way they can until we figure out that's in your own backyard right down the street on the corner down the block 
next city over. But people over here, right next to them, because these folks don't like them, we gonna get involved. Say hey. Don't you think, I wonder to yourself, if we had the same empathy and sympathy we had during crisis, disaster, all the goddamn time, wouldn't this shit go a lot smoother? Maybe it wouldn't have been no Mauricio Garcia over here gunning down innocent people because he feels a certain way. No, if the empathy and sympathy was there throughout life, throughout his life, probably be a different scenario. It's fucked up. Hypocrisy. Be the shit that people don't think about. You know it's there. You thought about it. You, you don't have to think about it because you know it. People know right and wrong. But shit just... Mm-hmm. Because you want to be different or don't want to follow the crowd. You gotta disagree. Then there's the statement of agreeing to disagree. What? But not normalizing the simple act of empathy and sympathy regularly. You don't think this shit would have been a different scenario wouldn't be no reason to be racist or to hate somebody or whatever if it was always empathy and sympathy if you always was mindful of the next person say like a simple drive from work traffic is already thick I'm not going no faster. It's not moving no faster for me. So what you jumping in front of me? You see how this shit ties in? I got to get upset with you because you upset with me now. That shit could have been disastrous. Like... I'm going to tell you this. When the motherfucker jumped in front of me, break check, I said, oh, he one of them. He don't give a fuck. I instantly grabbed my shit. Cut, cut. The reason I had a bullet to show his motherfucking ass is because I guess I already had one in the chamber and forgot. So when I clack, clack, one flew out in my lap. Put that bitch on safety hatchet. They yop on my lap. So that's why I had a one to show him. 
Nigga, you got a little palm size, whatever. I know. That motherfucker still killing nigga, but still. I was ready to go. As soon as you did the first break tap. That's when I pulled the motherfucker out. Second break tap. Oh yeah, I'm cocking. This nigga on that bullshit. You do your little weaving and weaving. Keep in mind, I'm one laning. I'm trying to see where you're going. You get beside me. Yeah. I'm looking at you. You looking at me. You the one mad. I'm not mad. I'm not moving no faster. Why? Because it's traffic. If there was the empathy and sympathy, situation wouldn't have went there, right? So overall, eh, I guess you can see where it's going, right? Y'all stay tuned. More episodes of Rapperly TV coming at you. I'm your host, Mike Man, NBMG all day. Y'all stay safe, stay breezy, stay sanitized, stay dangerous, and stay the fuck out the way. Stay tuned for another episode. And BMG all day. I'm your host, Mike Man. You heard me. Rapper Weed TV Podcast. Chill. Stay tuned. Whoa, now. Rise the ground and go get it. I'm Mike Man. And BMG's finest. Host of Rapper Weed TV the Podcast. And bruh, run that clock the podcast. Hey man, real quick, we going in. Season 3, Rapper Week TV Podcast. Just want to give a quick shout out. 17 countries now. 17 countries, bro. Hundreds of cities. Almost, almost all 50 states in the U.S. We doing something. Man, I just want to say thank you, bro. Appreciate you. From the bottom of my heart for giving me some time, attention, a few minutes of your day, man. Hey, just tune in. Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, bruh. Run that clock, the podcast. By me, Mike Man, your host. MBMG all day. Chill. Thanks.